welcome to the Wake Before the Day podcast with my parents, Clark and Bobby. We're excited to talk about the Bible and the Holy Spirit adventures. Thanks for listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Clark and I are talking about the Bible. We're talking about the end of the Bible. And I feel like we just completed a marathon, folks. We, you did. We did. So we it was did. a marathon, 26.2 miles. That sounds right. I don't know. I've never ran a marathon. And in fact, I really pray and ask God to never ask me to run a marathon. <laughs> and so I think that's right. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. fine. Well, we just did a marathon through uh, Revelation. And now we get to end on a really, really high note. Yeah. It's good. Let's just jump in. Uh Chapter 22 kicks off talking about how the Garden of Eden is restored. And so this is completely full circle. You go back to creation and God created Eden. And it's a place where man and woman were to interact together with all of creation, the animals, the plants, but ultimately God himself in a harmonious, unified, peace-filled day where there was no sin, there was no crying, there was no betrayal. It was beautiful and good. And God has restored all things. And that's what we're talking Mm -hmm. about now. And so he talks about this river and it's the water of life. Mm -hmm. It said, the angel showed me the river of the water of life as clear as crystal flowing from the throne of God and of the lamb down the middle of the great uh, street of the city. And on each side of the river stood the tree of life, this Mm -hmm. big tree, bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit each month. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. And so whether it's in Genesis and that river that flowed through the Garden of Eden, Mm -hmm. or it's Ezekiel's vision of water flowing underneath the temple and out to the world, Jesus uses the word living waters, right? In the book of John, especially to whoever believes in me will have living waters flowing from within them. God is constantly talking about life and river and goodness. And that's what he's getting at here. It's this beautiful thing where we're reunited. Because, I mean, that's how chapter 21 ends, too, is that for 21 verse 22 says, I did not see a temple in the city because the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. And so that's kind of what is going on here is the gift of eternal life for all who have found salvation and sustenance now in the Lord, in the living God, are living with him. Mm-hmm. They're living, they're, they're getting their life. They are, they're flowing like with him in this place. There's no separation. There's no, um, there's no need even to like cover themselves or to cover. That was the thing to even within, um, relating to God from the old Testament to, um, to Jesus that there was still until the cross. And now until this completed forever at the end, there was still not the way to be with him fully. Yeah. And then the, the promise of life, forever full circle just the the gift that it was supposed to be from genesis chapter one from god to humanity but then humanity to humanity i love that it says that the leaves of the tree are going to be healing for the nations and in it that we're going to get along there's going to be peace and unity we're going to get to fully celebrate the diversity and creativity of god as he has really unleashed the fullness of his creation and the perfection of what he has made. Mm -hmm. And this crystal clear water that's flowing. It's like this beautiful, gorgeous atmosphere. I remember the the one time um, I was able to make it to the Caribbean when I was a high school student. Mm -hmm. My family did this little cruise before I graduated. And uh, we got to do this snorkeling trip to a sunken ship out Mm -hmm. in the middle of the ocean there. And it was incredible to dive down. Really, you couldn't go that deep, maybe 10, 12 feet, because then the pressure <laughs> hurt my head too much. Yeah, that's deep. Um, but just to see all the colors 
and the the coral and the different shapes and sizes of the fish yeah. and the stuff growing on the I mean that was mind blowing. I can still see like that yeah. in my head, in my mind's eye today. Mm-hmm. And just imagine when we get to heaven, I, I can guarantee you there'll be new sights and new sounds and new smells right. and new tastes and even more colors. Yeah, which is hard to imagine when we look at like a, a color wheel now. Yeah, there's gonna be more there. Mm-hmm. And verse three it says, "There's no longer any curse. There's no longer yeah. any curse. It's just hard to imagine." Mm-hmm. Like waking up and not having to think and worry about, right. I don't know, the, the pinky toe that you stubbed or <laughs> yeah. the, the physical exam or the doctor's report or right. whatever. It's mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. that's all gone. Yep. And now you get to see him face to face. And so I love that in verses like three and four. Mm-hmm. There's no more curse, but verse four says they will see his face and his name will be on their foreheads. Right. Because the times where God has interacted with his people, especially Moses in the Old Testament. Yes. He was not really able to see God's face because he would have died. So Mm -hmm. God said, yeah, you can check out my backside. And he was able to see his back. And then when Moses came down, Moses was full of glory. His Mm -hmm. face was glowing. They had to put a veil over his face because it was too much for the people. Mm -hmm. So to think about how God's glory had been transferred, at least like rubbed off on Moses. Yeah. And now we're going to look at God face to face. Mm Mm-hmm. It is absolutely incredible. And mm-hmm. I'm a firm believer because, you know, we have all kids at our house and we're talking about heaven, talking about hell, all these things. And they want to know what, what heaven's going to be like. And I'm just such a firm believer that there will be animals in heaven. Because when you go back to God restoring creation, all of creation, yeah, God made the animals. Mm-hmm. God made these incredibly creative, beautiful creatures. Well, and that's what he made humans to do. Yeah, take care of them. Yeah. Why would we not? Why would there not be those Interesting. In, in heaven. Yeah. And what's even more fun to think about, especially for our son, is T-Rex. I was like, yeah, <laughs> dude, there's going to be dinosaurs in heaven for sure. And I was like, "There's, we're not going to have to worry about Rex eating us. Or, there's going to be harmony. Right? Yeah. There's going to be yeah. harmony and watching everything coexist and again, have T-Rex not be a, a human meat eater or whatever. Right. Like, all into the glory of God. All into the glory yeah. of God. That's right. Everything he created and made is just going to be absolutely incredible i think that's my thing too is that so not only will you see god face to face like you're saying that this was just not been allowed this is not even a thought but then oh we've got a we've got a visitor oh we had an ouchie i think (laughs) but then also that our um excuse me his name and his name will be on our foreheads and just a minute son what's up you know what? Can I, I'm going to have dad talk with you. Okay. Is that cool? Okay. Do you want to say anything to anybody? You want to say hi? Uh, well, what do you want to say? Hello. Hello. <laughs> you guys. Wow. So we're Cal, click on all cylinders no, here. It's fine. Cal, do you want to say anything about heaven? Well, okay. I was talking about how there's going to be dinosaurs in heaven, but T-Bone's not going to want to eat us. Um, <laughs> And anyway, so what I was saying was that that his name is going to be on our foreheads, and mm-hmm. that and there's something unifying about that, and how we all belong because of the Lamb, and how we all belong because of who. So it doesn't matter, you know, the differences and all the different parts of the world, and all, yeah. all the different ways that we've come um, up in in the world, or the different stories that we have, because all of our testimony points to the Lamb, mm-hmm. and our name is his name is on our forehead. What blows me away is the full access we're going to have to God. Because I think about the times where I was a little boy and, you know, I played with my parents. I played with my dad. He came home from work often. And we had this great relationship. But there comes a point in time where, like, you have to eat dinner. 
You have to do homework. You have to do these things. Even kind of another level of like a special gift is when your grandparents from far away came into town. I think about Grandpa and Grandma Corver flying from California to visit us in the Midwest. And every moment was precious with them, whether it's springtime and we got to go, you know, putting or golfing, or he watched me shoot baskets, or we got to go get an ice cream cone together. Like those moments, I just cherished them. They were so special. And as a little person, you never wanted them to end. You just wanted to keep playing. And to think that when we get to heaven, we are going to be with God, have full access to him. And you're not going to ever have to experience any kind of distancing or parting ways because we're going to be with him forever. So think about the person you love the most in your life and the times you had to say goodbye to them, whether it's a child heading off to school or it's you saying goodbye to a distant relative. Someday we're going to be with the Lord and there's going to be no more illnesses. There's going to be no more accidents. There's not going to be any more worries or fear of any of these things. And we just get to be with God and he is what heaven's all about. And so when I think about the things that bring me the most joy right now, there are times there are other things that compete with the Lord, and I repent of that. We talked about that with Babylon and her wine, her delicacies a couple podcasts ago. But I have to continue to reorient myself and revisit why we're even doing this podcast, why we're living life, mm-hmm. why do we do what we do? And it's because it's about God. It's from God. It's for God. It's by God. And Jesus promises to be with us forever. And that's what verses 6 and 7 kind of get at right now. Uh, Verses 6 and 7, it says, The angel said to me, These words are trustworthy and true. The Lord, the God who inspires the prophet, sent his angel to show his servants the things that must soon take place. Look, I am coming soon, said Jesus. Mm. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of this prophecy written on the scroll. And so when it says, Look, I'm coming again soon, we don't know what that word soon means, but we do know that he promises to come again. Mm-hmm. And if you've read the Gospels, you can recall John 14, where Jesus was breaking the news to the disciples, like, look, dudes, mm-hmm. I'm going to die. I got to go. But it's good because the mm-hmm. advocate's going to come, the Holy Spirit, the wonderful counselor. But I'm going to go away and prepare a place for you. And that's what Revelation's talking about. It's about Jesus, who's at the right hand of the Father, preparing our place in heaven coming back to get us, to reunite us to the Father in our heavenly dwelling forever. And this should do a couple of things to us right now. One, it should give us a ton of hope for our future, knowing that we have an eternal residence in heaven with God. Mm -hmm. It's going to be incredible, right? With him at the center, enjoying all of creation, but it should also empower us and embolden us right now Yeah, because there's work to be done. If God has not come back, and not brought judgment to the earth, which he clearly hasn't yet. That means there are still mm-hmm. people in this world that need to hear about Jesus. Yeah. And he still has a mission, and you still have a role to play if you're part of his church. And that gets me excited. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want us to settle for just short-term, small thinking. Um, again, sitting on the sidelines, just trying to bide our time until we die or God comes back. And we can just enjoy what we've accumulated ourselves. Right. God's called us into the game. He wants you to participate in what he's doing. He said, I'm coming back soon. Take heart. Listen, I'm coming. Be ready. And uh, I just want to be active. I want to be with the Lord. I want to be focused on the Lord. And I want other people to be in heaven enjoying this beautiful gift with us. Yeah, I think that's the the picture of the kingdom. The picture of the garden here is so grandiose. 
because like you said, we can, we can, we can, we can make our own kingdom on earth. We can totally do that. And I think it's really easy to do that, especially in the United States, which with, with what makes us comfortable and our own desires and, you know, it, everything's okay. It doesn't have to even be something bad, but there's something better. I'm God <laughs> saying like, I, I, I am better, number one, and then what I'm calling you into, eternity forever with me, number mm-hmm. two, in my kingdom, my using who you are and all that you have and all that you are for my kingdom, for something that's eternal, for something that will leave legacy and have impact. And like you said, will extend to pe- other people that mm-hmm. they can come with you. That makes me think of Grandma and Grandpa Corver because all the little things, and there are many, all the little things and all the different ways that they were just present in our lives for, and I know many of you listening was something that, you know, it could have been a burden or it could have been something that was costly for them financially or otherwise like, Hey, you know, date night before Clark and I had any kids, um, that would be a regular Friday night thing for us. And what grandpa and grandma continually and always said was this is kingdom investment. This is kingdom investment. Yep. And they could have easily just been building their own kingdom there. You know, what do you guys will just come over and, you know, this is all about us and our legacy and we want, you know, appease us and just have a relationship with us. And it wasn't, it was about the kingdom of God and it was about how they were investing in Clark and I and in, in many of you too. And so that's just kind of the mindset, sh- mindset shift right there is mm-hmm. kind of partnering with Holy Spirit instead of us just doing our own thing. And, and they kept the focus on God because yeah. what happens after um, Jesus comes and says that, John's looking at the angel. He drops down. He says, exactly. I fell down and worshiped at the feet of the angel who'd been showing me all these things. And the angel said, don't do that. I'm a fellow servant with you yeah. and your fellow prophets and all those who keep the words of the scroll. Only mm-hmm. worship God. It's like, wow, in the midst of all this beauty, yeah. there's a reminder to, um, we're not worshiping the Bible. We're not worshiping worship songs. We're not worshiping the church. We worship God. Yeah. All those things point to him. Mm-hmm. And then God gives us a stern warning here in verses 10 and 11. He says, do not seal up the words of this prophecy of the scroll because the time is near. Let the one who does wrong continue to do wrong. Let the vile person continue to be vile. Let the one who does right continue to do right. And let the holy yeah. person continue to be holy. And this is said with the perspective of this is the end of all times. Because right now, there's still a call to repentance. Mm-hmm. There's still a call to follow God. And here at the end of times, that's all said and done. And now Jesus is confirming, mm-hmm. I want to bless you. I want you to be with me. And and the salvation, the relationship, the, the gift of heaven we experience again, just to be very clear here, is because of God's grace. Yeah. And grace is the unmerited kindness of God, meaning you didn't earn it. And it's the kindness of God giving to the undeserving. Mm -hmm. When Jesus died and took our sins on him, that wrath on him, and then allowed the the Holy of Holies, that temple and the curtain to be torn, said, now we have access to God. And Mm -hmm. one day we're going to have access to God face to face. It's because of God's grace. But when you experience God's grace, we don't just sit on our hands and feet. We actually engage, and we want other people to know about the right. goodness of God as well. And so he calls us to good deeds. And the good deeds are not what saves us, but they are fruits of having a genuine and authentic faith. Mm-hmm. And that's important to know because of what the next couple of verses say. It says, right. look, Jesus said, I am coming soon, and my reward is with me. I will give to each person according to what they have done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. You're like, thank you, God, for, for giving us yourself. Thank you for blessing us. And then there's an invitation in the next couple of verses to come step into the city that's been so beautifully described. Yeah. Um, 
washing of the robes. We have a right to eat from the tree of life. Mm-hmm. We have right to gain access to the, the, the streets of the city. He says outside there are the dogs, those who practice the magic arts, the sexually immoral. They're in the lake of fire. They're all going to die. God's going to judge them. But we have right. And it's for everybody, every nation, every tribe, every people, every language, male and female, to experience the grace of God, to experience the forgiveness of sin, and to enjoy God in heaven. And it's going to be incredible. Well, and that's the picture of, I think, so, so we talked about the garden and how that's, you know, this full picture kind of culmination of, of things and how they're coming back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. But it's also a wedding. Yeah. And that's kind of the other picture is like, no, yeah. this is how it's supposed to be. So chapter 21 talked about that too, the bride of the lamb and how that's why there's an inside outside, like, and may go through the gates into the city because that's the, that's the celebration. Like verse 17 says, the spirit of the bride say, come, mm-hmm. let all those do your come, whoever's thirsty. And so the, the, the gift of the living water is that's essentially here, the, the party here, like take part of this because this is what it's supposed to be. Like the bride cleansed and beautiful and ready for the lamb and Mm -hmm. and it's it's all i mean here's my favorite part it's an outdoor wedding in the city somehow (laughs) it's like that's amazing oh thank you (laughs) and so that yeah invitation verses 17 uh the spirit and the bride keep saying come so come and keep coming yeah come and keep coming keep walking keep stepping in step with the spirit We've heard the warnings of God. We've accepted them. We've received them. We've repented. We've turned. We've followed God. We're clinging to his word. We're trusting in him. And verse 21, this is the Mm -hmm. conclusion of the Bible. It says, and the grace of the Lord Jesus be with God's people. Amen. You know, notice the word grace appears only in the introduction to Revelation and the final verse of Revelation. Oh, I did not notice that. Yes. Hmm. And that's because... All of salvation, God's gift, God himself, the interactions that we have with him are only because of God's grace. He did not need to make anything. He did not need to create us. He simply did it because he delights in you. Mm. And that's at the heart of this gospel story. A good God who loves his creation and loves his people. And even when we distance ourselves from him and lived in sin, he sought us out. He restored, he redeemed, he rescued. And then one day we get to be with him forever. So this concludes wow. the study of Revelation. We wow. thank you for taking time studying this beautiful book with us. Our prayer is that you met God in the scriptures and uh, continue to be a person who walks in step with the Spirit, empowered by the Spirit, and is guided by the Word of God. So God bless you. Have a great day. The Lord bless you and keep you. Don't make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give him his peace. Have a great day.